0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast. And a
1: shout out to researchers at the University of Waterloo who have found that CBD in marijuana may offer some protection against COVID-19. How about this? New study. Uh, In the study, they found that CBD... Uh, appears to prime the innate immune system of cells, potentially potentially offering protection against pathogens such as SARS-CoV-2.
0: Sounds too good to be true, but <laughs> I'll tell you what, I haven't got COVID yet.
1: You haven't, mm. and like this is not a science experiment. We're not saying this is uh, this is a hundred percent backing things up. But you remember, I did get COVID mm-hmm. uh, last Christmas time, and uh, I got it. I went out for lunch with uh, a couple of friends to a restaurant, and all of us got it except for our one buddy who's a major pothead. Mm. I don't know. I I'm just saying, I sent him the article yesterday. He forgot to read two stones. <laughs> yeah. No, I said I sent the the group the article yesterday. I'm like, guys, check this out. They all thought it was a joke. They're like, no way. Marijuana isn't going to save us from COVID, but it's it's a possibility. <laughs> yeah,
0: the thing I don't like is like it may have some effect. It seems a little vague, right? But, but you know, I did read in December that Pfizer bought up a bunch of uh, marijuana companies in December, so maybe they know something
1: too. Something we don't know. six
0: point six billion billion. I I also find it weird that Big Pharma lobbied against marijuana, uh, medical marijuana, and now that it's legal, they're buying medical marijuana companies and making... They made money in both ways, keeping it illegal, and now that it's legal.
1: It, it does seem like the wonder drug, doesn't it? it, it certainly, if certainly. It certainly helps with some stuff. If it can do this, too, like, put it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty incredible. Yeah, I just got to go out outside in the garage. I'm going to take my medicine, guys. <laughs> what do you want to uh, do here, Jim? You want to do bomb rat? Landmine rat? So. Okay. I love this story. Tell us this story.
0: Well, I mean, it's kind of sad. I want to say rest in peace, Magawa, the African giant poached rat who passed away on the weekend. Uh, he was famous in Cambodia for sniffing out landmines. They had a civil war that ended in 1998. Thousands of landmines still uh across cambodia people are trying to find and this rat was trained specifically to find these mines and he's been doing it for eight years passed away on the weekend like i said and over the eight years this rat magawa found over a hundred landmines they were able to locate
1: uh, decommission and you know potentially save dozens of lives or hundreds of lives there's a hundred landmines a hundred people could die at
0: least <laughs> true true i mean one bus could be filled with dozens of people itself and it could go a landmine people could die but anyway i it's super cool i looked it up how the rats actually find the mines and what they do is they kind of they put a string line over where they think the minefield is and then the the rat is kind of tethered to it like a zip line, and it runs up and down the line so it doesn't run away. And then once it finds a, um, a mine uh, through the sense of smell, it scratches the top of it too light to set it off. And then once it does this little scratching motion, they know that they found a mine.
1: Interesting. Like like a truffle pig, kind of. <laughs> what? A truffle pig. What? what exa- I've heard the term. What exactly do they do? It's a pig that sniffs out truffles in the woods. <laughs> okay. Is that real? Yeah, what the hell is, is a truffle? Is that like mushrooms and? Ref- it's, it's like a mushroom thingy that grows underground. They're like uh, they're very valuable, and and like high high end cuisine hmm. will incorporate truffles. Apparently, to make everything taste better. But have you not seen the Nicolas Cage movie where he? gets his truffle pig stolen? No, no. But it's called pig. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's I didn't called know that
0: pig. specifically
1: what the pig was had a job. Or it's like the Metallica's COVID-19 sniffing dog. Yes. It's amazing. You, you can train animals to to do things that humans can't. And yeah. Can I ask how uh, the rat died? Natural causes. I believe so. I believe so, but wouldn't it have been
0: awesome if he blew up? <laughs> I mean, it would be like... I think if I was a bomb-sniffing rat, that's how I'd like to go out. Just get one more for just, the road. Just, I mean, why not? Like, you, you've been you've been in the, the minefield this whole time. You've probably never seen one mine go off. It'd be like fireworks. It'd be like a Viking funeral. Mm. You know?
1: This, the, uh, this sounds like a great uh, basis for the next Disney Pixar movie. Totally. Sure, you had Ratatouille, but that thing could only only cook. How many lives did that thing save? <laughs>
0: Barely any, I'd say. They you know, they aren't making a Pixar movie, but they are making a statue for this rat. So there's going to be a giant rat statue in Cambodia.
1: <laughs> a lot of questions following that one before you get up to the plaque. Did you hear the big news? Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are engaged.
0: <sighs> I did hear, and I got I to gotta admit, I was wrong. I think uh, in the summer, I said I'd give them six months until they're broken up and... Uh,
1: They proved me wrong. You want to change that? Six months until they get a divorce (laughs) now? You want to stretch it out? What do you think? Year, two years? I
0: mean, I I give it no more than five years, just the way the Hollywood or whatever celebrity life works. But uh, they made it further than I expected already, so what can I say?
1: Cheesiest video of Machine Gun Kelly proposing. It looks like a scene from The Bachelor or Bachelorette where they're in this idyllic setting the top of this grand staircase he gets down on one knee she joins him down on the ground they hug and kiss there's multiple camera angles ew like uh uh come on guys <laughs> aren't you on camera enough already yeah like, you know something's up if you're gonna propose and there's a camera crew yeah standing there It's a bit of a giveaway, no?
0: Just act act natural. Something's fishy. Act
1: natural. Did they drink
0: the blood on camera? Did you hear that? Did they, to to celebrate or to whatever mark the occasion, they drank each other's blood? If
1: they did, I don't want to see it. That's (laughs) disgusting.
0: It's stupid. Are they trying to be hardcore or something? Or do they think they're vampires? Is that supposed
1: to be cool? When you proposed to Sarah... In the summertime, you're telling me that the two of you didn't drink each other's blood afterwards, Jim? No, we just ate fecal matter. You know, we're <laughs> old school. Oh, come on. It's almost as gross. <laughs> it's, I mean, doesn't seem healthy. Yeah, drinking anyone's blood on purpose...
0: Is a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean unless you're a child and you do like the Blood Brothers thing and you prick your fingers and do that thing together I also wouldn't suggest that, but that's something like children do.
1: Well when we entered into this relationship together, Jim, you remember the ritual, don't you?
0: Oh yeah. Can never be broken.
1: Can never be broken. (laughs) Yeah. We took a little bit of this bodily fluid, a little bit of that one. (laughs) Mix them together in a jar. Sure. Add a little uh Smearn off berry blast toss <laughs> it back us. yeah we stood the test of time friends forever <laughs> show me that you love me drink my blood <laughs> congratulations megan fox and machine gun kelly you crazy kids you may just make it work we've just posted a taz and jim scam alert on our facebook page What's this one all about, Jim?
0: This one's about counterfeit toonies popping up around Ontario. The OPPR warning uh, business owners that there are some some odd toonies making the rounds. They first spotted them uh, just outside of Ottawa, a town called Hawkesbury. Anyway, there's some pretty blatant typos on these toonies. I mean, anybody who's looking semi-closely at the toonies there's typos? should know. <laughs> yeah, they're calling it the Z-dollard the Z toonie. That's right, the Z-dollard or Z-dollard. That's oh, with a no. D at the end.
1: Oh no, Jim. What? Oh. I heard about the Z Dollard and I thought it was the next Bitcoin, so I remortgaged my house and I converted everything to Z Dollards. Oh buddy. Damn I got it. bad news for you. <laughs> I got bad news for you. It's counterfeit tunies.
0: Yeah, Z dollar. Actually, sorry, it's uh it's it's the what your mom used to get when she shopped at Zellers. <laughs> Collecting those Z Dollards. <laughs> Yeah, okay so, okay, so new, the reason why they call slacks. them <laughs> the reason why they call them Z dollars because you know if you look at a toonie it says two dollars on it in big caps like right on the in, under the bear yeah uh, this one instead of a two it's a Z instead of an s at the end of dollars it's a D um and instead of a polar bear on the back there is a seal and instead of uh a lady's head on the front it's a man's head. I think it's a random dude's head. I don't, or it's the like most unflattering portrayal of Queen Elizabeth ever. It's like a completely different face.
1: Okay, I got to take a look at this now. I was gonna let you describe it to me, but let me see (laughs) this thing. The Z Dollard. Yeah, and also there's one more. If you make if you make a counterfeit money bad enough, can you not get charged or something? Like, it's like it's so bad that there's nobody who could possibly have... Yeah, the the retailer's at
0: fault for being dumb enough to take it. Is that the <laughs> thought? <laughs> well, I gotta be honest, the Toonie, I don't know, maybe if I was just a kid at the time, but I always thought the Toonie would be one I could... Uh uh, counterfeit. I don't know anybody who saw like a bunch of washers, they just look yeah. at the, you know, you think that you could just like shove something in there and make it work, but there there's another typo on it too. I missed as well, it says 1990 on the bottom. Unfortunately, Toonies didn't get created until 1996. uh uh-huh. so there's another, another uh, clue that it might be a counterfeit.
1: Okay, the Z Dollard, watch out for him. Yeah, I don't know that guy. that's someone's grandpa on the back <laughs> of there, <laughs> and a seal. Yeah, that does it doesn't dollard <laughs> what is dollard <laughs> yeah i don't know watch out for the counterfeit z dollards and if you want to see the picture you can head over to the uh, the taz and jim facebook page right now jim the other day you uh, decided to have a couple of wobbly pops you got a bit of a a swerve on and then you did something crazy crazy woke up the next day what did and I thought to
0: myself, did I just sign up for an adult art class last night, seven beers deep? Did that really happen? And I did.
1: Yes, I signed up for an adult art class. What's that entail? Like, are you modeling uh, nude? Me? No, thank God. Oh, you're gonna be painting in the art class. Yeah, ah. I don't.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's uh, I think it's like a bunch of things. I think it's drawing, painting, and I think there's clay as well. That's I didn't fun. really read the whole description. I just saw that there was one slot left on the last day of the week for adults, that and everything else was booked up because there's limited numbers because of COVID. So I just put my down deposit in there, and then I I didn't really read the details. And then this morning I woke up, or yesterday morning I woke up and was like, "What did I? Did I? Oh wow! I guess I'm going to art class again. <laughs> Is it in person? I think so. Yeah, I think like it was a hundred or three hundred bucks, three fifty, I think."
1: In seven weeks, you go once a week. Do you get to sketch a nude person? I think that's part of it, yeah. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be funny if I found out where your art class was and I just showed up to be the nude model? Oh, they- <laughs> bro, I
0: could just draw from memory. <laughs> but I do think that, and gosh, I hope it's a lady.
1: But it might be a dude. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be able You, you can to... Uh, you can't judge when you're an artist. You may get commissioned... To draw, you know, whatever. Sure. I mean, the gotta, human body is a work of art itself. You got to be able to draw it all, Jim. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> see. I mean, because the, the
0: reason I did, I'm not an artist. I don't know. But I, I'm also not a piano player. But I took piano lessons uh, last year. And that's going well. And I just thought, you know, the only time I can actually learn a new skill is if I'm accountable to somebody.
1: So if you're myself? paying for it, yeah, like if you go to a, if you're paying a personal trainer, you're gonna go to the gym because otherwise you're throwing your money away.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then somebody knows you're screwing up and you're not doing what you set out to do. So I feel like this might get me because I've all oh, I like I I know you like to draw too or did as when you were younger. I right. always loved to draw when I was a kid and I I tried to pick it back up like a dozen times. And it never stuck, so I'm hoping this is going to kick me in the butt, get me going. Well, we look
1: forward to sharing some of your works with the Taz and Jim listeners. Taz, tasteful nudes. Tasteful nudies. S- for sale. <laughs> Prints available. Real nice, Jim. Uh, this is a text message I got from, from Jim earlier. It says, hey, Taz, they've discovered a planet shaped like your head. And there's an article attached. Uh, Headline is, A potato-shaped planet has been discovered. Aren't you proud?
0: (laughs) Like, if a a constellation appeared in the sky and it looked an awful lot like me, I'd be stoked. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Imagine the size of the nose on that constellation. (laughs) What? Well, you want to play dirty there, pal. Wow, well. (laughs) Astronomers have discovered a planet, WASP-103b. W-A-S-P-103-B is the name of the planet. It looks more like a potato than it does a globe. It formed around a star that is one and a half times larger than Jupiter. Hear that? That's cool, man. That's mm-hmm. your head. <laughs> Bigger than Jupiter. You know it would be great if they named this planet Rickles? Wouldn't that be nice? A nice tribute to Don Rickles? Who voiced Mr. Potato Head in the oh, Toy Story movies? Okay. Yeah. Or did you think I meant Rickles because you're you're trying to be an insult comedian? That's here what I was. I morning. think this planet's roasting all the other <laughs> celestial bodies in the sky. I don't know. <laughs> the old potato planet here.
0: That would be cool. I mean, there's so many planets out there. Uh we're gonna need some names for them.
1: Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I think I think Rickles would be a good name for this or one. Or Taz. Yeah, or Taz's head. <laughs> the old potato shaped planet. I
0: wanna see you.
1: Time for sports. Devin Peacock is with us. And, Dev, you're just freaking out. We heard you losing it off the air. What's wrong? Something about a streaming service?
2: Yeah, so I am a uh, a soccer fan. I, I follow Newcastle United. They just got uh, purchased, and they're making waves in the uh, transfer period right now. I watched their games on DAZN, and I was just uh, looking around the internet this morning, and apparently, something called Fubo TV has bought Canadian rights to the English Premier League, and now I got to get Fubo TV, and I don't know <laughs> Fubo TV, but I already hate Fubo TV. Are you still paying the same for Dezone? So Dezone is losing it? Are you sure about that? They've, they've lost it. Apparently starting in the 2022-2023 uh, season. So the next season in August is when Fubo TV takes over. Fubo Sports Network. So Dezone's worthless now to me. I mean, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> Why don't
0: you
1: just cancel zone then and get Fubo?
2: Yeah, I will, but I hate all these streaming uh, The problem giants. is
1: you forget that you're subscribed to them. And then you see your credit card bill one day, and you're like, w- "Where'd this three hundred dollars go?" Oh, that's right. I've subscribed to fourteen different streaming services. Oh yeah,
0: I was on DAZN, then I went to Fubo, and now I'm on Boo Boo, and next I'm on Pee <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now, PP is a true streaming service. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, let's talk about Shohei Otani. He is one of the greatest baseball players of all time. And on this show, we have said, is there anything Shohei Otani can't do? Well, we found the answer, Dev, and that's make baseball the most popular sport in the world.
2: Yeah, I love the attitude here, Shohei Otani, but uh, I don't think this is going to happen. He has said he wants to help uh, baseball become the world's most popular sport, and I regret to inform Shohei that while well, I personally love baseball, Baseball's uh, baseball is boring. Baseball is not the most popular sport in the United States. It's not even the second most popular sport in the United States. You are and not going become-
1: the United States' thing.
2: Yeah, that's, uh, he's actually, passing. saying. Time. He said this is, what, uh, this is where the game started. He wants to grow it to the rest of the world, but it's not happening. I mean, here's the problem with baseball. Not only is the game boring, but the athletes are boring. The athletes in baseball are not more exciting than the athletes in the NFL, the NBA, or in soccer. They all have, uh, in those sports, characters. Uh, baseball athletes are the same as hockey athletes, you're boring. Uh, they're great. I-, I love watching the sports. You're boring. <laughs> wow. Baseball needs a few Antonio Browns in the mix. <laughs> uh, <couple. laughs> well, honestly, who is the LeBron James of Major League Baseball?
0: Like a journeyman, he, like a guy who's been there for a while. I would say Shohei Otani is, you know, the guy, but um He I don't can't know if he, speak he English. To LeBron.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but even <laughs> But even you have Mike Trout, like Mike Trout is the best player in the game, but he's boring. He's not LeBron James of Major League Baseball either. Like who is the guy that just dominates headlines and what is, you know, all over the media? It's nobody. And so that's the big problem with Major League Baseball. I agree, Dev. How can boring baseball
1: uh, compete with, like, a global phenomenon, exciting sport, uh, concise, you know, action-packed like cricket or something like that? (laughs) 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 Or hell,
0: soccer. The actual most popular sport in the world.
2: Also quite boring, It can be boring, too. I think soccer is great, but there is no way I am subscribing to FUBU. What is it called FUBU? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Fubo, who cares?
1: I'm not subscribing <laughs> to
2: the dang thing.
1: <laughs> the hand grenade that the police in London, Ontario had to deal with here, Jim. What's the story? Yeah, police were called to Kellogg's Lane, 100 Kellogg's Lane, the factory, which
0: is a, if you're not from London or haven't been, it's a huge indoor, you know, it's it's an amusement park almost like a ropes course. Restaurants, shopping District. centers, yeah. Brewery, yeah
1: they got the the distillery there. Uh, yeah, the clubhouse, awesome spot. And they also have like a comic book shop slash hobby shop, right?
0: Trading cards, yeah. uh, board There's games kind of thing. A
1: little uh, atrium, almost like a like a mall, a shopping area in the in the uh, Kellogg old Kellogg's factory, right?
0: Yeah. Well, police were called because a couple weeks ago somebody broke into a uh, a store in Sarnia. And stole a bunch of trading cards. These are the hot things right now. We talked about guys scaling up the sides of buildings in Japan to steal Pokemon cards. Like These things do have value. So anyway, uh, they broke into this place in Sarnia, stole these very special cards, then... The, the the hobby shop at the factory uh, saw two guys walk in, try to sell the very same cards that were stolen. Since it's such a, a kind of a rare card, they knew about it. They said, okay, just hang on over here, guys, for a sec. And uh, yeah, we'll run, run some numbers, see how much we owe you. And they secretly called the cops. The cops show up, confront the guys with the stolen cards, arrest them. The one guy has a hand grenade on him. So they have to evacuate the whole building, call in the bomb squad. Luckily, uh, the the hand grenade didn't go off. Uh, It was allegedly inert, so it probably didn't have the capability to go off and was probably just a threat. So nobody was actually in danger, I don't think, but uh, still a scary
1: thing to see somebody pull out of their pocket. Big time. That's a showstopper, isn't it, when someone pulls out a hand grenade? Yeah, it's like opening the jacket and having the TNT vest on. You hold up the hand grenade, it's like, okay, give me my money or I'll blow us both to smithereens. (laughs) Or we all lose. Can we give a kudos to that hobby shop? Because we've talked before about stolen merchandise and there is a a black market and there's some people who don't care whether or not something they're buying is, is stolen. I mean, I always wonder when I go into a pawn shop, I'm like, is this stolen? Like, sure, you know,
0: like I mean, so, who's buying all these catalytic converters?
1: yeah, somebody's buying stolen merchandise. And the fact that uh, the people there in the hobby shop said, no, we know where you got these cards, mm-hmm. even though it'd be beneficial to us to get a great deal on them and and possibly make some money selling them to someone else. Instead, we're going to call the police. As long as you don't have a hand grenade. Oh, what you do? Okay, here's your money. <laughs> the cards were, I guess, worth eleven thousand
0: dollars. So that's that's the type wow. of money we're talking about here. Yeah. What were
1: they? Magic the Gathering, Pokemon? They didn't say, I wish they would have gotten into it. They
0: just said stolen trading cards, whatever that would be. Wow, baseball cards individual Wayne Gretzky several, rookie I guess it was everything several varieties of trading cards marked with individual serial numbers
1: Serial so. numbers and the story took place at the old Kellogg factory. Wait a second I
0: want to see you
1: time for sports. Devin Peacock is here. Let's talk NFL. Had a wildcard weekend, Dev.
2: It is uh, going to be, I think, a fun weekend. We've got uh, the Bills and Patriots, of course, is uh, my personal uh, interest. Love to see the Bills uh, beat the Patriots. I'm also keeping an eye on the Steelers and the Chiefs. Uh, the Steelers are uh, bringing in the funny right now. Uh, Mike Tomlin, coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, was uh, pretty funny the other day, I thought. He was asked if he watched the end of the Raiders-Chargers game because it was that game that would decide whether or not the Steelers went to the playoffs. If they tied and they went to overtime, Pittsburgh would not have made the playoffs. So Mike Tomlin admitted that he actually fell asleep before the end of the game. It was a late one. It was a late one. It was a, it was the Sunday nighter. I I will admit uh, that I mean I fell asleep before the end of that game. But also I'm not a coach of a football team whose playoff life depended on the outcome of that game. Take it as a sign of confidence.
1: <laughs> the uh, The crazy thing about the end of that game is the Raiders have admitted like they were they were going for the tie, but uh, the Chargers called a timeout and then the Raiders got a first down. Then they were in field goal range and. They're like, well, I guess we got to kick the ball now. And if the Chargers had not called that timeout, they would be in the playoffs instead of the Steelers.
2: And then they would have saved Ben Roethlisberger, the embarrassment that is uh, surely to come because he is taking a very honest approach to the Steelers' uh, game against the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, we're probably 20-point underdogs, and we're going to the number, one te- the number one team that... I know they're not the number one team, but they're the number one team that's won the AFC the last two years arguably the best team in football we don't have a chance so let's just go in and play and have fun <laughs> <laughs> wow that'll
1: really rally the troops huh <laughs> is he playing possum i mean is this like
0: uh you know is he trying to i don't know pretend like they're not going to go in there trying to win what the He's why would you say being
2: that? a
1: realist
2: well don't say it out loud psychology maybe?
1: yeah uh, we're not gonna try it all, then you go we out might, there. We might not try even show your up. hardest. <laughs> they might as well drink all night before the game. You know what? I think I'm gonna bet on the Steelers this weekend. I like that attitude.
2: <laughs> maybe maybe Big Ben will play a little uh, you know, linebacker or something, just really throw off the Chiefs or something.
1: Yeah, we're just here to have fun, gang. Get out there. <laughs> hey, I've always wanted to try a fifty yard field goal kick. <laughs> Thanks down. <Deb. laughs>